This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rippett, and I'm joined with the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Hello, everyone. Now, we're currently recording on January the 18th, 2022, and our most read article for the week is a summary of all the international retail brands that came into the Canadian marketplace during 2021, as well as a little bit of analysis sprinkled in. So Craig, as you can imagine, this is gold for anybody paying attention to the Canadian retail landscape because you've summarized everything nicely into one article and of course added your retail analysis expertise to it. So before we dive into it, can you kind of go through this annual ritual that you go through to produce these each year and uh, a little bit of context with previous years so that we kind of have a good fitting for our listeners to roll into our 2020 one analysis. You bet, absolutely. So since 2014, I've been taking a tally of the international uh, retailers that have come into Canada by opening stores. And we, uh, of course, decided to do this for 2021 because we're in January now of 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were 21 international brands that I counted anyways that entered the Canadian market in 2021. Which is shocking shocking to me because we were in a pandemic, right? Which is actually not a bad showing, I would say, overall, considering yeah. that uh, we are currently in a pandemic. And uh, that, you know, we still had a fairly comparable number to what we've seen in years past in terms of international entrance, other than 2020, which was a very uh, low number. Yeah, but that was like season one of the pandemic in 2020, where a predictable story arc unfolded, where a lot of retailers paused to try to figure out how to survive much less open so before we get to season two in 2021 um just for context do you remember how many international retailers opened in 2020 in 2020 there were 13 international brands that entered the canadian market by opening stores so uh, definitely 2021 was a better show uh i probably 2020 would have been the lowest number that we would have seen since i started keeping the tally um, yeah. again which which makes sense it was it was a Tough time, of course, as we know. I don't even have to explain that, do I? No, of course. Now, how does 2021 compare to pre-COVID numbers, like, you know, 2019 and before? It was comparable. Mm. It really was. Just, you know, looking at... Now, I, I'm just going to go back to the numbers here. 2019, we counted 30 retailers that entered Canada, which is pretty good. Uh, it's the same number as in 2018. So, yeah, we did see higher numbers in previous years. Mm. Well, since you're in the numbers right now, um, is there any other notable trend that happened pre-pandemic that you wanted to point out before we move on? We saw a really unusual situation starting around uh, 2017, I would say, where Canada really became a destination for international brands. Not that it wasn't before, but in 2017, we saw over mm. 50 international brands enter the country. Mm -hmm. And there were like big names too. Like Saks Fifth Avenue and Nordstrom. I mean, these were not Here before. small brands. We had nothing like that. No. Yeah, we, we had nothing like that in uh, certainly in, in 2021 in terms of retailers entering the country. But you, you don't get many years where you get something like that. I think that was the only year. I mean, we had Target enter the country a few years before that. Yeah. Uh, another large format retailer. But for the most part, now we're seeing smaller retailers. Uh, uh, 2016, we saw 21 international brands enter the Canadian market by opening stores uh, that uh, is the same as 2021. But uh, in 2016, what's yeah. a little bit different is that we saw retailers such as Saks Fifth Avenue and Nordstrom come into the Canadian market. So these were very 
large, very well-known retailers. We don't have anything mm. quite that large in terms of the size of the stores uh, that certainly came into Canada in 2021, but uh, who knows what the future will hold. 2015 was a pretty good year. There was 28 uh, retailers that entered the country, but then in 2014, uh, we had 20 that I counted anyways. Uh, hopefully my count was good because that was a good number of years ago, but uh, nevertheless, yeah. 2021 wasn't a bad year, I would say, at least from the standpoint of counting the number of international brands that came into Canada. It was certainly a disastrous year in many other ways. Well, let's move into 2021 specifically. Um, was there any city that had more new retailers coming in from the in international stage than other cities? Well, you know, it was interesting. The greater Toronto area by far blew everybody out of the water. Uh, mm. <laughs> again, 21 Yay. international brands, 13 of those were either in the city of Toronto or in the greater Toronto area. And how did that compare to other Canadian cities? Pretty high compared to uh, yes. other cities. Uh, Vancouver, uh, we had three was uh, what we counted. Edmonton was also three. Uh, Montreal had one international brand that entered the market by opening a store in terms of being a first to Canada and uh, a small community in British Columbia. I shouldn't say that small, but Nanaimo, British Columbia also had one retailer. Uh, and who's the retailer for Nanaimo? That was Spec Savers. Cool. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can talk a little bit about uh, some of the trends that we're seeing here, including the Later. number of optical stores that uh, entered the Canadian market. Yeah. And before we get to trends, is it normal for Vancouver to have such a low number in Montreal too? Well, you know, in years past, it did surprise me that Toronto really, I mean, it even punched above its weight, despite the fact that it's also the largest city and, and city region in Canada in terms of the GTA and beyond, but it was definitely focused on Toronto. In years past, Vancouver would have had a higher showing in terms of numbers. Uh, um, lots of international brands have certainly opened their first stores in Canada in the Vancouver market. So, uh, And then there will be more. I mean, we reported on Thule, I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, that uh, yep. opened up Park Royal in Yay. January, as well as Maison Kitsune. Uh, so definitely the Vancouver market is getting international brands. That's just in January too alone. So... Um, Edmonton usually doesn't get that many. It gets a few here and there, but three is a very good showing for Edmonton, especially if it's the same as Vancouver. Montreal was a little bit less, uh, just at one. Uh, Montreal usually gets a few a year in the previous counts that I've done. So um, that is a little bit low. I think the reason for this, or one of the many reasons, I suppose, would be it was certainly hard for uh, brokers, real estate people, uh, even the retailers to come up to Canada to check out, say, retail spaces. But nevertheless, Toronto still you know, got 13 out of the 21 international uh, entrants in terms of the number in this count that we've done here for Retail Insider. But, uh, um, you know, the Toronto market's just, it's big. It's very well known globally, uh, probably compared to most other parts of Canada, although Vancouver and Montreal are pretty well known as cities. They both have expos and the Olympics. <laughs> Toronto has had neither. And, you know, that can be yeah. a city on a map, certainly in the uh, perception of uh, of humans or consumers, whatever you want to call international. it. International. Tourists, perhaps, as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, nevertheless, uh, yeah, the Toronto market just, uh, you know, blew everybody else out of the water this year. That's for sure. Or last year, I should say. Yeah. And so besides the overall view that we just kind of talked about, let's start digging into a little bit of the new entrance for 2021. You kind of alluded to that there was a lot of like eyewear kind of thing. So let's start there if you'd like. Yes. I mean, the eyewear situation is really fascinating because we also mm. just published a story in Retail Insider that our journalist, Mario Tonaguzi wrote about Spec Savers. It's a UK-based optical retailer that uh, offers low-priced eyeglasses, essentially. Uh, 
this is going to be really one to watch because they've announced this week already on Monday that they're earmarking over $100 million to open 200 more store wow. locations in the Canadian market between now, basically, and 2024. So really, this is it's an assault on the competition. I mean, I don't want to say anyone should be anti-competitive, but this has happened in markets like Australia, where Specsavers has come in and taken tremendous market share and has seen sales of hundreds of millions of dollars a year. And there's only so much to go around in terms of yeah. they will take these sales from other optical retailers in the country. So I do wonder what's going to happen with retailers such as, say, Hakeem Optical or even, say, Bonlook, which was recently acquired as well. Uh, we, we've got homegrown optical retailers. We've got uh, international brands that have come in. Well, let's start there then. Um, what were the international optical brands that came to Canada? Garrett Late, uh, only one store in Toronto on Queen Street West. Uh, a bit of a trendier retailer. Uh, they call it Garrett Lake California Optical. And then mm. we had it abbreviated as GLCO. I just mentioned that because uh, Megan Harmon, our journalist, wrote an article about it. Um, oh. Very interesting. You know, they've only got one store. They said they did, weren't, didn't know if they wanted to do any more. Uh, probably not maybe the best strategy. I don't know. Just given that we've got a situation where Specsavers has come in and is really looking at, uh, you know, gaining market share. Uh, other optical retailers, Oscar Wiley. This is one yep. out of Australia. Uh, Australia. Nelson's also from Australia. They came in here a good a number of years ago. But Oscar Wiley came in uh, uh, to the market, opened its first store uh, in Canada at West Edmonton Mall, and is going to be opening more stores. So uh, this should be interesting to see as it also looks to penetrate the Canadian market. And other optical retailers, uh, well... I did a story in December. I visited the store called Moscot in Yorkville in Toronto. And that is a New York City-based, pretty expensive eyewear retailer. Uh, really interesting. A lot of cool, funky frames that they've got in there. And uh, yeah, very unique looking store in Yorkville. So um, who knows if they'll do more stores. It's a bit pricier than the other ones. So you know they yeah. may only do two or three stores in Canada type of thing versus Specsavers 200. Well, and I think that was all of the optical new entrants for 2021. Um, which vertical would you like to move to next? Like apparel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's different categories that we went through here uh, in this report. And you know, certainly apparel is there. We've talked about the Webster before. Uh, mm -hmm. Toronto-based. Well, sorry, I should say Miami-based. Now based. located in Toronto as well. Multi-brand, high-end retailer doing uh, luxury brands. Really interesting store. It's pink. <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's in a double townhouse in Scollard Street in Toronto's Yorkville neighborhood. And uh, a really cool, interesting store. They got fun music in there. Um, and you visited it. In terms yeah. of fashion. Well, you know, Yorkdale had four uh, of the international entrants to the Canadian market. So I think that's the Yorkdale Shopping Center in Toronto, to yep. be specific. I think that you know Yorkdale has been a launching place for probably more international brands into the Canadian market. Primarily high-end. Not always, but primarily I would say more uh, in that shopping center than probably any single location uh, within Canada, uh, certainly over since 2012, I would say, if not even before that. And I shouldn't say all of them were luxury because there were all kinds of retailers that that weren't. Now that I think about it, uh, Ann Taylor, I think her, the, that first store was there as well that no longer is in Canada. But um, Isaiah... I uh, mean to measure. got to uh, interview uh, the Big Cheese there in person, a store in Yorkville in Toronto, uh, Italian menswear, very fancy stuff, 
suits $3,500 to $5,000. JD Sports uh, out of the UK, which I think is going to do about 100 stores in Canada, uh, opened its first store at CF Fairview Mall in Toronto and uh, is opening pretty soon at the Guilford Town Centre in Surrey, just near Vancouver, as well as at West Edmonton Mall. And I think the West Edmonton Mall store is going to be quite large. So um, forget what the square footage is going to be. I could check on that. Uh, certainly other retailers, Yorkdale again, Celine, uh, luxury brand, LVMH owned uh, women's fashion. They've gotten into menswear. I think there's a few men's pieces in there. I uh, popped into Yorkdale last Friday uh, to have a look around with a buddy of mine, Oren. And uh, yeah, very interesting. We saw the Celine flagship. Uh, uh, McQueen. Yeah. And, you know, Alexander McQueen opened at Yorkdale. That mm-hmm. was in, I think it was December. I'm losing track of time because I went to the opening of that store. It was actually neat to be in an, a no place opening. with people in it at a store <laughs> opening. There weren't many of those that I got to attend because retailers weren't doing events those. like that. But that was a time when the uh, Omicron vi- uh, variant was just kind of getting started, I guess yeah. you'd say. I wasn't, I know I, I was a little worried, but I wasn't really that worried walking around there. I even took my mask off to get a nice photo. Um, so certainly, you no know, Isaiah was an important retailer. Um, Golden Goose, Yorkdale, yeah, of course, Golden Goose opened at Yorkdale as well. Uh, that was earlier in twenty twenty one in February. Really interesting brand, uh, known for its sneakers, but it's got apparel as well. It's got the store in Yorkdale. It's like it looks like it's in, the inside is made out of tin foil. It, it's got a really neat look to it. It's kind of fun and streetwear, upscale, very bright. Uh, um, it's a great place to visit and to get shoes. I'm sure they're not quite my style. They're a little too casual, and some of them look dirty the way that they're set up. But, but, but nevertheless, and <laughs> should we talk about other apparel retailers? I mean, Forever Twenty One. Two of these retailers are actually re-entrants into the Canadian market. I guess you would say. Yeah. So Forever Twenty One came back well, in January of 2021, and this was actually a fairly quiet opening because we tracked. Um, the Forever 21 expansion in the spring, I think it was around March or April where we put out our report. Actually, it was in April. But uh, I did speak to someone there. And was, so in January, Kingsway Mall actually became the first Forever 21 uh, 2.0 to open in Canada. Now, this 2.0 is because YM Inc., um, a Canadian conglomerate of fashion retailers, now has the rights to Forever 21 in Canada. And right. uh, as such started this relaunch of the brand. So we're going to see even more Forever 21 stores opening in Canada again, as well as within Hudson Bay stores, because Hudson's Bay has uh, picked it up kind of as a replacement for Topshop. So uh, definitely we'll be seeing uh, a few more of these uh, coming online in the next little while. So uh, good for Forever 21. Mm. And that's pretty much going through a good smattering of all the articles that are in the review for 2021. So if anybody wants to go through the exhaustive list or get more detail on the ones we covered, please check our show notes. There's a link to the article there too. But um, since Craig, you literally went through memory lane to kind of put this together. Do you have any kind of thoughts on 2021 and where things are going for 2022 to wrap up? Uh, We'll continue to track the international brands coming into Canada. And I'm actually also going to put out a report on what's been happening in January because we have seen several already open. So uh, we're off to a good start here for 2022 in Canada in terms of international brands coming into the Canadian market. Well, and again, thank you for going through the popular content being this awesome annual article. And we'll chat next week. Take care. Have a great day and bye for now. 